Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The U.S. House yesterday passed the Water Resources and Development Act, pushed through by Congressman Brian Mast, who's joining us now. Good morning. Um, I wanted to also get your thoughts on the blue-green algae showing up in Martin over the past week or so. We're still, I believe, awaiting results to see if that's toxic. Big concerns over it. Yeah, you tell me which one you want to start with. They both go hand in hand. Um, you know, that Water Resources Development Act that we passed, it is the biggest bill to, to help all of our water infrastructure projects and get them authorized. So whether you're talking about that dike around Lake Okeechobee that, that's in the process of being repaired or building a, a reservoir south of Lake Okeechobee to store water instead of having it sent to, uh, to the, the east coast or the west coast of Florida, Often with this algae, like what we're experiencing right now, my opinion on the algae, number one, it, it kills me to see it come here year after year. I live on the water, and so I see all of the devastation that it does, not just to the waterways, but to every business and home and family and lifestyle around the area. But in my opinion, I think it's, it's just despicable that the Corps of Engineers can release something that they're in the middle of testing. They don't even know exactly what they're releasing our way into our waterways where, where kids are playing. My kids are actually at fishing camp this week, so they're out there in and around the water. They're releasing something that they don't even know what it is. That is absolutely wrong. No question about it. And uh, you see the difference in the water immediately all throughout the intracoastal, uh, you know, well south of even the canal. And uh, it, it's obvious that the impact is going to be significant. We know what's happened with the algae in the past. Two questions here. Uh, the first, just for listeners to understand, we've had so much discussion with very little action for many years at the state and at the federal level, but we understand that they the two have to come together. So for people who are trying to understand what you passed in the House yesterday, this ultimately is the one that sags with Joe Negron's plan at the state level, right? This is exactly right. So that plan that Senator Negron came up with it's a plan that requires a partnership between the state and the federal government. And so the state has already put up their resources for it, about $700 million, seven to $800 million. The federal government has to do that. So in order to do that, it has to be authorized through Congress. Now, one of the biggest challenges that we faced with this is that in order to authorize the Congress, the U.S. Army's Corps of Engineers and the South Florida Water Management District had to basically give the blueprint. They had to say, listen, this is the blueprint of what we actually want to build, whether it's feasible, how it's going to work. And they haven't completed that report yet in its totality. They just sent it back over to Congress, still has to go over to another group called OMB, and then it has to go back to the Corps of Engineers. So they haven't completed that yet. And the bill that, that we just passed last night, that is the vessel that, that authorizes this, it only gets done every two years. It's called the Word of Bill, and it's only done every two years. It's why I asked to be on this committee and subcommittee specifically for this bill. So if we didn't get that authorization into it, we would have to wait another two years in order to try and even approach this at the federal level. So we had to, to be a little bit creative with the way that we worked around that, and I basically put a placeholder in this bill to say, okay, whenever the court does totally complete 
their their blueprint for what this is going to look like. It agrees with the, the, the South Florida Water Management District, the, the non-federal partner. Then we can airdrop that into this bill basically after the fact. And so it, a, it had to be a creative workaround in order to get in it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do a thing for the next two years. We're speaking with Representative Brian Mass in talking in particular about a water act that was passed in the House yesterday. Uh, the Senate, that's where a lot of bills in the House have gone to die. What is the outlook in the Senate? Is this on track to happen, or is it just going to sit there? Now, quite often I would agree with you. The Senate is a great place uh, for bills to die, but the reality of this situation is the Senate completed their version of the Water Act, and we are completing. We are just now completing our version of the Water Act, and so now they will be merged together, uh, basically what we call conferencing them, and uh, we'll take the the pieces of all of them, put them together in, in one bill, and that will move forward. So this is something that's happening in real time as we speak. We won't be waiting on the Senate on this specific bill. There were a couple of other very important things that went into this bill as it relates to algae, as it relates to discharges to Lake Okeech- uh, from Lake Okeechobee to the coast. Uh, one of those was the Lake Okeechobee regulation schedule. That's the schedule that says how high can the Corps of Engineers keep the water in Lake Okeechobee. That is a, a decade-old schedule that they're working off of that, that they do have to follow. And so we got a commitment in this in this bill to say, okay, they're going to redo the Lake Okeechobee regulation schedule starting in 2019. So, so that could basically say they can keep the lake at a higher level, especially in times like this of storms uh, when there's a lot of rain coming in. They don't have to release as much water to the coast in the name of flood control. We also got some uh, some beach nourishment in St. Lucie County, which was important. And then to, to specifically address algal bloom, uh, we were able to get a, a three-year, uh, or I'm sorry, a five-year, $3 million a year commitment to the Corps of Engineers to go out there and, and get the technology that they need to actually clean up algal blooms in the mass quantity that we end up having. You know, when they release water from Lake Okeechobee, it can be as much as 11 billion gallons of water a day. And so the Corps of Engineers, they could clean the algae out of my fish tanks if they needed to, but they can't clean it at that rate of 11 billion gallons a day. So this is technology that we need. In the meantime, while they're finishing the reservoir, while they're finishing the diaper on Lake Okeechobee and all those other projects, because they need to be cleaning up this mess that they're destroying our community with. And, and Brian, just so I'm clear, this is on track to occur in a way in which a year from now, we're not going to be having the exact same conversation we've been having for about a decade or more. Absolutely. This is, this is the pathway that, that occurred, that, that was put forward. It's been being looked at since the year 2000 uh, to, to complete all these projects. So every day that goes by, the Treasure Coast, the Palm Beaches, they're better off. The, the West Coast of Florida, they're better off because they're one day further along with completing the, the restoration of the Kissimmee River. They're one day further along with completing the restoration uh, of the diaper on Lake Okeechobee. They're one day further along with completing the raising of the Tamiami Trail, uh, you know, further south down there, which allows more water, more water to flow in the southern direction. They're one day further along with being able to complete so many of these projects and now the ability to go out there and, and start working on the southern storage reservoir and other things. So that's the advantage that we have. But these are still long-term problem, projects that are not going to be totally completed next year. But this is how you have to do it one step at a time, getting that authorization so that you can get that federal 
dollar match to match the state dollars. That's how they work in partnership. And so if you don't get these into this border bill, and if Congress doesn't do this border bill, because uh, back in 2007, I believe, they didn't do a water bill from 2007 until 2014. So that would have been a time frame where, you know, you wouldn't have been able to get these projects authorized at all. So this is the big push that I try to make. Make sure that this bill happens every two years and then make sure that we get the authorizations we need to fix our broken waterways. We're speaking with Representative Brian Mast, and that is a great update. With any of this, I believe it when I see it, because we've been having this conversation for so long, and so many folks are frustrated, and it's good to hear uh, what you provide in that update. I wanted to switch gears over to something else that is in your area of expertise as well, and that has to do with the VA. Yesterday, the president signed into law the VA Mission Act. If you could explain for the average veteran and their families what this means to them. Some very big provisions. I was there at the White House when the president signed the VA Mission Act, and uh, I would point to the two biggest things that are a part of it. So number one, expansion of the CHOICE program and what goes on with with any veteran having that ability to be seen outside of a VA hospital for their care. So it doesn't make sense that a veteran has to wait a long time to get care, that they maybe can't get the care that they need, that in many cases they're not getting the quality of care that they need. So if that's the case, we got to be able to say, listen, immediately, veteran, thank you for your service. Go be seen somewhere better or somewhere else or somewhere closer to home. And this is more authority for those veterans to go do that, to say maybe you can go see a doctor that's just a mile or two away from your house instead of a doctor that's 50 miles away from your house. Very important piece of legislation. The other thing, so my generation, post-9-11 veterans, have had something known as caregiver support that's existed out there, where if you need a caregiver, that caregiver can be can be paid to, to work in your home. Maybe it's uh, a sibling of yours, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's somebody else. But there is a compensation for somebody being your caregiver. And uh, what's going to occur now for all of those other generations of veterans, whether it's a, a veteran from the Gulf War, from Vietnam, from Korea, from World War II, or any point in between, they're also going to have the option for caregiver support. That is a very big thing for our veterans and their families. So there's a number of other things that went in the bill. It was a good bill. It was a big bill. Um, but uh, beyond that, I also have another committee, uh, a hearing on the Committee of Veterans Affairs today, just specifically to discuss burn pits, which I've been leading on the legislation to, to work on burn pits. So there's a lot going on in the, on the front for veterans. Well, thank you for the, uh, the time and the update. It is appreciated. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.